Welcome to the Besties with Breasties podcast. Sarah Hall here. I am a certified health and wellness coach, athletic trainer, mom, and breast cancer survivor. I help women overcome their own mind drama to make mind shifts that open up the possibility for their most empowered and energetic life. And I am Beth Wilmus, author, speaker, and founder of a human investment organization, otherwise known as a nonprofit called Faith Through Fire. Our mission is to reduce the fear and anxiety that breast cancer patients feel and replace it with hope and a path toward thriving. This podcast is about our experiences with breast cancer and life after as young survivors and moms. What are we talking about today? Oh gosh, I don't remember. It just left my brain. <laughs> I have no idea either. So <laughs> we're alluding to what we're talking about uh, here. No, we're being funny. Chemo brain. Chemo brain. As part of our quality of life series, yes. we cannot talk about quality of life without talking about chemo brain. Yep. You told me the story, but I want you to share with everybody else like your biggest chemo brain moment with remind me <laughs> did you forget yeah i don't know what you i think you were trying to make me feel better about a situation that happened to me where i felt really bad so you told me that you once forgot to pick your daughter up from school until like the doorbell rang oh i didn't forget to pick her up from school it's just that i most of the time i don't even know what day it is and mm -hmm. so i was sitting there working on my couch until the doorbell rang she had been let off the bus and i didn't open up the door for her i didn't go outside to get her off the bus or anything like yeah just... you normally get her off the bus right yeah well i mean at least at least i'm standing on the front porch you mm -hmm. know to, for her to know that like you know she's not walking into an empty house like someone is there and i'm there for her but like <laughs> i was like oh crap who's ringing the doorbell <laughs> You know, didn't, didn't think of it. Didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that it was my daughter coming home from school. Uh, OK, well, that's not that bad. No. That's not as bad as mine. Mo yeah. Mine. Well OK, so <laughs> I had a friend who she and her husband, for whatever reason, she was a stay at home mom. But for whatever reason, they had a conflict in their schedules. And we live in the neighborhoods across the road from each mm -hmm. other. And she's like, can you please take get my kids off the bus? Like, mm -hmm. go over to my neighborhood you know, be there when they get off the bus and bring them to your house until we get home. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't going to be that much time. I'm like, absolutely no big deal. And then <laughs> the day goes by. Well, <laughs> so I, I even mentioned it to my husband. I'm like, hey, let's not forget. We got to get those kids off the bus. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm telling you because, you know, you're my fail safe. You're my fail safe. But then probably about an hour before I was supposed to do it. I, th I remember thinking an hour before I was supposed to get them off the bus. Like, OK, I got to do that. I it's the weirdest thing talking about quality of life like I had some residual symptoms after treatment that were really random so for a short period of time my leg would kind of feel numb oh. or like tingly and oh, it like was neuropathy I, I it wasn't kind of. like neuropathy it was just a really odd sensation in my legs and it would happen occasionally and it would really really bother me and so the only way that it could be relieved would be walking so mm -hmm. it's in the summertime. So I was like, I'm going to take a walk and just kind of like work yeah. the kinks out. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm walking. I'm like, this is so nice. The day is so beautiful. I just kept walking. <laughs> and guess what? I forgot to get my kids <laughs> off the bus, the, the kids off the bus. So I got an angry call from my uh, friend because it wasn't like they were in our neighborhood and knew how to get to our house. They were yeah. across the street in another neighborhood and she was trying to be nice about it. She yeah. she, she really was nice about it, but yeah. she was miffed because yeah. what happened was they got off the bus. No adult was there. So yeah. they went to their neighbor's house and stayed with them who happened to be home. So it all worked out fine. Yeah. 
they play with those kids yeah so it was fine but then that the mom there called my friend and was like mom your kids are at my house like and so she called me and she was ticked and yeah. I felt terrible. And I yeah. try, I felt like all I was doing was making an excuse because yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. I got these leg cramps. I went for a walk and then I forgot. I apologize. Yeah. Like I that feeling is the worst. It like hurts in your gut. It does. When you just totally I, drop the ball on something. And, and I will be honest with you. I can't think of another instance where I've dropped the ball that bad. Mm. So I felt just terrible because mm-hmm. it was summertime it wasn't the dead of the winter the kids yeah. were old enough to where i didn't feel like yeah. they were in any immediate but it felt terrible yeah. like i was like how would i feel if that was where my kids and yeah. my friend had said they'd do this and then they didn't and then yeah. i get this call i felt sick about it and yeah. her husband was equally not happy about it but they both were like it's fine it worked out it's, it's okay fine. yeah but i could tell they were mad <laughs> they haven't asked you again no <laughs> No, no. And I I haven't had an incident like that since then. But it was so embarrassing and so upsetting to me that I still can't think about it without cringing. So does it feel like since, you know, since we're talking about chemo brain today, does it feel like because my husband has said this to me, it does it feel like saying chemo brain sometimes feels like a cop out? Well, I mean, no, because I, I, I. I know that it. Here's what I always joke acknowledging about. it that it's a problem. Does it feel like it's an easy fallback excuse? I mean, it just feels different than general forgetfulness. Yeah, like it feels different to me. Like I yeah, know, I agree. Do you, do you agree? Yeah. Like chemo my, brain. My f- thing is names. I feel like I could know you so well, and like we could be friends, and then all of a sudden your your name just got like dry erased from my oh, brain. a hundred percent. And like when we're in social situations, and I've met somebody twelve times, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at them, going, "I know who you are." Yeah. And you can't think of their name. Mm-hmm. It's like an Alzheimer's moment. Like I, you and I are, we're in a book club together. Mm-hmm. There was a book called something Alice. Forget, what was it? Something Alice. Remembering <laughs> I, Alice, yes, forget Alice. Here we go. Chemo brain. <laughs> yeah. But it was all about this woman basically With, yeah. developing Alzheimer's. Early onset. Yeah. You, yeah. I think you finished the book, but I had to stop reading it because it was mm-hmm. triggering for me because what was happening to her felt very familiar mm-hmm. and it was scaring me. Mm-hmm. It's just a different feeling. Chemo brain is a different feeling than, oh, I just forgot. Yeah, it's like no overwhelmed. Like you said, yeah. you're looking at somebody that you've known your whole life, and your your their names escaping you. That is Mm-mm. scary. It is very scary. So anyway, so I feel like to your point though, when I was trying to explain to my friend what happened and why I missed her kids, it felt like I was giving her an excuse, like mm-hmm. it was a cop out, and she was just yeah. kind of like, "No, you just didn't care about my kids." Yeah, she didn't say that. Yeah, but. I felt like I was giving her lame excuses trying mm-hmm. to explain why this happened. Yeah. And it's just, but it feels different. Yeah. It's a different sense of forgetfulness than, oh, I just forgot. Yep, I've sure. always, I've always been somebody mm-hmm. like I've never had a great memory. I've always needed to have coping mechanisms mm-hmm. to like planners and things like mm-hmm. that. What about you? Like, have you always had? Same. Yeah. Okay. So- I'm, I'm, I've always been a list person, even when I was in probably started late high school definitely in college but i'm a list i'm a list maker and so now i feel like i'm a list maker to a fault though like if you tell me to do something if i don't write it down i'm going to forget right i agree 100 percent. there's there's not maybe i'll forget what i was gonna say too about the whole cop-out thing is i don't think it's a cop-out but i i do joke like okay i've had three kids right so you had the mommy brain phenomenon Uh then i've had covid twice yeah so i feel like covid has affected my memory Mm -hmm. and then i've had chemo yeah so it's like with all with all those things combined (laughs) when i started reading this book about alzheimer's it really freaked me out because i just feel like what is wrong with my brain and if you just happen to get like not a great night's sleep 
sleep and like you've got some extra stressors or right. any of the, it makes any it worse. Of the combination. It just it just compounds. It makes it worse. Symptoms, it makes so. it worse. So, OK, so we're going to talk today about what chemo brain is, what the experts think it is. Yep. Then we're going to talk about how it shows up for us. Um, Although I feel like we've already I'm done that, so yeah, but <laughs> we might touch on it a little bit more. We'll definitely talk about how we see it show up for others, too. And then what you might experience. Yeah. Yeah. And what we'll we'll wrap things up with, like, maybe something that you can do to help flex your mental muscle. Yes. Yes. So before we do that, do we want to go to our first sponsor? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do, do that. that. <laughs> Hair loss is consistently ranked as one of the most feared side effects of chemotherapy treatment. The emotional impact chemo hair loss can have on patients has been well documented. Scalp cooling is a simple treatment that can prevent hair loss caused by certain chemotherapy drugs. The use of scalp cooling is proven to be effective in preventing chemotherapy-induced alopecia and can result in people retaining much of their hair. Paxman is the global leader in scalp cooling. Their cold cap is scientifically proven to reduce hair loss during chemotherapy. If you are facing cancer treatment and concerned about losing your hair, Ask your provider about scalp cooling and visit our website at www.coldcap.com. And we're back. All right. So what is chemo brain or is it a cop out? As Sarah said, it's obviously a real phenomenon because our oncologists and providers warn us about it. Mm -hmm. Survivors talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. Go on a Facebook post for survivors and they're like, chemo brain. Hello. Like anybody yeah. else freaking out about this? So basically it's mental cloudiness like that can occur during or after cancer treatment. So Doctors and researchers can call chemo brain lots of things like cancer treated related cognitive impairment, <laughs> if you want to get technical. That's I mean, the, that's the nerdy phrase. Well, it's the nerdy phrase. And it also makes me feel very scared again. Cognitive impairment. Nobody yeah. wants to have a cognitive impairment <laughs> at 41 years old. Cancer related cognitive change. What's another one? Post post chemotherapy cognitive impairment. Oh, they love that word cognitive, <laughs> and they love that word impairment. Yes, uh, and all these the, are the medical terms. I was just gonna say all the lay people call it chemo brain, right? Yes, for sure. So yeah. basically, cognitive refers to the way your brain works to help you communicate, think, learn, resolve problems, like remember. Mm -hmm. I, you know what I feel like, and even just talking about this is that like for me, how this shows up for me is is in names. But I have never been great at names. But now I feel like I have more anxiety about mm -hmm. names. Like, mm -hmm. I know I'm I'm not great at remembering names. Mm -hmm. And now because I feel like you chemo, avoid it. chemo brain will wipe it out. I just avoid asking someone their name or learning their name because I know that there's a chance that I'm going <laughs> to look even sillier not remembering their name again. <laughs> I No, I agree with you. Yeah. I project... Uh -huh. That I'm going to get chemo brain. And then it makes me I've never suffered anxiety in social situations mm -hmm. ever. And I will find myself feeling socially anxious when I see somebody and I'm like, oh, no. oh my gosh, like I should know yeah. their name and I don't. And it, yeah. it's 10 times worse than it was when I was younger. Yeah, I was never great with it. But now it's way worse. Right. Yeah. I don't think they really know what what causes it. Mm -mm. or how how it will impact you you yep. could be fine other people you know could be worse i mean that's just kind of the general rule yeah. of thumb in general with side effects on, on chemotherapy mm -hmm. i'm not even sure it's completely specific to chemo i think radiation can cause mental cloudiness your hormone blockers can cause For cloudiness sure. i mean because you basically are are a menopausal woman 
no matter what age you're going through it, even if you've already gone through menopause and, and a symptom of menopause is just Man, mental, mental cloudiness. cloudiness mm-hmm. So, yeah, my mom used to say all the time. She's like, it was my mom struggled with mental cloudiness because of some medications that she was on when I was younger for mm-hmm. depression. And she's like, man, it, it sucked being a parent because you guys would say, no, you told us we could or, oh, you said this. And she's like, and I genuinely couldn't remember doing it, but it didn't mean that, you know, it she's like, happen. but yeah. she's like, I couldn't tell if you guys were messing with me because you knew you could get away with it. <laughs> and I feel like my kids kind of do that now. Yeah. Like your kids are littler, but my kids will be like, remember you said that we could play, you know, af- if we got our homework done. And I'm like, I did. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, mom. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you playing with me or did I really say that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. You know, I don't feel like I, I personally struggle with, like, remembering things that I did. I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. I mean, but, part of that's my ADD, too. I'm yeah. always go, 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 go. So yeah. I'll be talking a mile a minute. Yeah. And then I won't. I mean, that used to happen prior to treatment. Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would I would venture to guess that if anybody, if you find that you struggled with something memory-wise before, it might be worse now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So before we kind of like move on, do you want to do boobs or is it too soon? No, let's do boobs. Boobs in the news is a fun segment where we read funny tweets by real people or ridiculous news stories. Boobs in the news is brought to you by Pink Perfect. Pink perfect.com. Pink Perfect provides silicone prosthetic nipples for women who have undergone mastectomy and breast reconstruction with nipple removal. Visit pink perfect.com and use promo code Faith Through Fire to receive $25 off your purchase. Bibs in the news, bibs in the news, bibs in the news. All right. <clears throat> so these are some some funny tweets from 2021. They did a, a whole oh, recap. Fabulous. So we're in 20, we're in 2022. So you're just gonna recap 2021 in, right, yes. in tweets. And and silly tweets. Okay. okay. And, and, and I feel like it's not so much silly tweets, they're more like people people who are not as educated so anyway okay, okay so boobs just, yeah <laughs> seriously boobs yeah okay. okay let's go all right so tweet number one this is titled uh, on alaska that's it the se- this seals the deal i've been on a- an american citizen for 54 years and in all of my time of being one i've never seen an election this bad i've had enough of it until you fix this country i'll be packing my bags to alaska where they actually know how to run a country <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody commented under Alaska is the same country you dunce. <laughs> ah! <laughs> all right, here's another one. Okay. What apps, APPS, have you all bu- have? No, hold on. Because the grammar on these are not, is not the easiest. What apps have y'all bought that are worth the money? Mozzarella sticks for sure. And spinach and artichoke, artichoke dip is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Appetizer. Yep, yep. Okay, so this one is on math. I, wait, wait a minute. We got to go back. They said, oh, did they say reasonable cost or free? No, they said, what apps have y'all bought that are worth the money? Oh, worth the money. That's funny. Yeah. That's Mozzarella sticks, apparently. That's that one likes. Yep. Okay. This one is titled on math. Math, not meth. Okay. Why are we like this? All right. So the guy writes, it's true. The third pounder burger failed in America because they thought quarter pounders were bigger. And then com- someone commented, yeah, because they are. <laughs> <laughs> and he commented back and has one third is greater than one quarter. Point three three is greater than point two five. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, and then the person underneath that commented, what are those signs? What signs? They're the greater than or less than sign. <gasps> Stop. 
Stop it. I'm like, you need to go back to math. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's bad. We got three more. All right. On dinosaurs. If dinosaurs went extinct 65 million years ago, then why is the Earth 2,021 years old? It's so cute. That's that's the whole biblical verses, right? Isn't that what they're trying to say? Probably, basically. Like the, bibl- but, the biblical but when, creations. when did our years start? Like, there's the before AD and after AD. Like, they're not taking into account all that. They just need to go back for a history lesson. <laughs> all right. Somebody commented, Scotland is not a country. Oh. And then somebody commented back, just searched and found it. It is. My apologies. Something new I learned today. I studied abroad in college, and it's a pet peeve of people in other countries how uneducated the united states is on other countries and like we just take no time for sure it's like we are the only country that exists and we only care about us that sounds very us we didn't know any other languages right so we'd go to another country and we'd always be finding trying to find people who spoke english Mm -hmm. but a lot of people prioritize learning other languages when they live in another country i do like most other countries speak english because they speak multiple languages yeah that's the thing like usually when i find somebody from another country they don't just speak their language and English, they'll often speak multiple languages. Yeah. It's really impressive. It and I do wish that we put more emphasis on our kids learning languages out of the gate. I know they're getting better about it, mm-hmm. but I keep telling my kids, I'm like, guys, not only is it just like great, yeah. you know, yeah. cognitively and then just for, but I'm like, it opens up so many opportunities and mm-hmm. you get to meet so many interesting people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, yep. I digress. Soapbox. <laughs> Soapbox. All right. If my body is 60% water, why don't I evaporate? Oh, back to the drawing boards, science nerds. Oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, you sweat and that sweat evaporates. That's what cools your body. I am not a science nerd and I understand that. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Okay, this one, this one I almost have to spell out for you. Okay, so this is on smart conversation is what this is titled. All right. There is literally no capitalization in this, and there's no punctuation. I just want to meet a female that can hold an inter-space-lectual conversation with me. Okay. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah. Best of luck to you. And the last one, on head injuries. I ran into a glass door, and I think I might have a Caucasian Oh no! Bibs in the news. Bibs in the news. Bibs in the news. We talked about this a little bit. We're back. How do you feel like chemo brain impacts you today? I mean, really, the biggest the biggest thing for me is well, actually, there's two big things. I forgot about this. I I put this on my notes, but names are my number one. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have the most anxiety about names. Actually, I I teach yoga to firemen, Mm -hmm. and and because I teach at a lot of different departments, I. A part of me has this mental block about asking them their name because mm-hmm. I don't want to be held responsible to remember it. Mm-hmm. So then I just avoid it altogether. Right. But I, I have say I, I will say that my workaround is that I tend to remember things about people mm-hmm. better than their names. So mm-hmm. if you tell me a funny story or something interesting that you're doing, I'm more likely to remember that than mm-hmm. your name. But then that leads itself to me calling you like one of them I know builds tree houses. So that leads me to calling him like the tree house builder. Uh-huh. You know? so, so you do associations to, yes. to remember. Right. Yeah. I will wait until somebody else calls that person by name and mm-hmm. then I'll use their name a lot in sentences. Oh, that's yeah. To compensate for one. the, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. 
So if somebody's like, hey, Jim, will you hand me that, you know, whatever, I'll be like, Jim, did you hear about or Jim, yeah. you know, I'm going to go. It, it's like, a con- you know, yeah. you're constantly compensating. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So chemo brain, I think is just I do a lot. I did this before I had chemo, but it's like a worse now. Where are my keys? Where are my yeah. sunglasses? Yeah. My husband's like, have we not learned that we need to put right now? I cannot. I haven't been able to find my wedding ring in two months. Yeah. It's with my fake diamond earrings because, oh, great. because those are missing as well. So mm. I try to keep put everything in the same place all the time. Yeah. Because that's how my coping mm-hmm. mechanism. However, this time I must have been doing something else, yeah. distracted, and I took both off, and I have not been able to find them for two months. So there, I, I did a little research, and American Cancer Society actually has some things to say about what you can do for helping with your, hold on, what do they call it? Treatment-related cognitive impair. Cognitive rehabilitation. <laughs> yes. I'm going, I will be offline <laughs> for several weeks, people. I'm going in for cognitive rehabilitation. Isn't that like meditation? could be rehab it's not no 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 i i'm rehabbing something any i mean you could but that's not like meditation meditation you're rehabbing the way that you think which is what meditation does no i totally disagree you're not i think you can call meditation rehabilitation no you're slowing down the your your train of thoughts and learning to focus on something that's not i guarantee you if you go in for chemo rehab chemo brain rehab they're not having you meditate well they're gonna have you do you but i still think that the word rehabilitation could also be a match with meditation anyway i digress agree to disagree my friend all right so in cognitive rehabilitation you're learning how the brain works and ways to take in new information okay so like what which is what we just talked about you just talked about ways to bring in somebody's name by saying hi jim it's nice to meet you jim Jim, can you hand me that? Like you're saying their name over again. So, yeah. So if somebody doesn't understand a, about how, why they're thinking the way that they are or why so their brain that, is not there, I was gonna say, you learn you, tools. I was just going to say, is it tools or is it testing? Like, is it like, you know how they say if you do crossword puzzles, it's good for your brain? Mm-hmm. You know, keeps you from getting the the timers. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's <laughs> like Alzheimer's or like, like I, you know, I got you. Oh, you, you, you followed <laughs> me on that. I just never heard it put that way. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you know, like they're like, oh, do sudoku or whatever Mm -hmm. that helps your brain Mm -hmm. that's what i think would be like that's why i haven't done it cognitive rehabilitation they're gonna be like go do this puzzle or you know (laughs) count backwards from a hundred or whatever they do by threes (laughs) i hate when they do stuff like that yeah but you're you are because your mind gets comfortable like your mind goes wake up i do the tasks that i'm used to doing it it's like driving in a rut you are used to doing it, and which is why the next thing on here is performing new tasks. Mm-hmm. So if you are put up against some stress, which is why in school you're so on it because you're learning new things all the time. You're stressed to make sure you pass the test. You are in a new situation. You're in a new environment. You're making new friends. Like, don't you feel like in school you were you're most on point? No, but no. I was not the student you were. So okay, well that's how I felt. But anyway, learning new tasks helps m- flex your mental muscle. It's like doing something new. It's like a workout. I went on because you and I are talking about chemo brain, but I was mm-hmm. kind of curious what other women were saying about it. Yeah. So I went on, you know, one of the survivor groups on Facebook, and somebody had posted, "Okay, can we talk about chemo brain? I finished chemo in March, and I feel like I'm ner- noticing that my short term memory is terrible. I'm gonna mention it to my oncologist tomorrow, but I'm freaking out a little." And most curious, what, if anything, you might be able to share about what your chemo brain has felt like. So she's freaking out, too, which mm-hmm. I get. It's a very disconcerting thing. Somebody said, I still have it and I'm three years out of treatment. 
Somebody said, I'm eight years out and still have glitches in my memory. Sometimes I forget words that are really glitches. easy. Oh, that's a really good word to put it. Yeah. Glitch. Like it a, does. It does feel like a glitch. Like that should be there and it's not. <laughs> so she's forgetting words that are easy. She says, I forget events one day and clearly can remember them the next day. Ooh. She says, I describe it as being in a room with a lot of windows and sometimes the shades are down. Hmm. Hmm. The picture that you would normally see looking out that window is still there, even though you can't see it right now. Maybe tomorrow the shade is lifted and you can see it clearly. Huh. My my oncologist told me it never goes away completely. Somebody else said it definitely gets better. She says, I had trouble pulling words sometimes and making short-term memories as well as remembering long-term memories. I remember asking how long it takes to get your memory back and crying when he said it never fully comes back. She said probiotics help tremendously. I don't know what that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it might be a gut thing because chemo does affect your gut. And, you know, they call your gut your second brain. Yeah, that's Maybe true. our gut is having a hard time pulling out these words. She, that one gal <laughs> says, I forget words, have to take pauses during conversations to find the right thing to say. I'm very easily distracted. I had, see, I relate to this. She said, I had ADD before and now it's much worse. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to multitask. It's like I have tunnel vision and only one project at a time. That's yeah. totally yeah. Like how I feel. It's been 12 years since chemo and I still have issues with my brain. It doesn't work like it did before. I mean, a lot of these women, uh, this woman says technology has been a godsend because of alarms, calendars, and notes. Mm-hmm. She's 10 years out and still has moments. So, I mean. This is just my own mental wonder, but I also wonder how much of it has to do with, like, actual chemo. I know we call it chemo brain, but how much of it has to do with that and then just the effects of trauma? Oh, yeah. Well, memory yeah. loss is so. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about this so many times. Like, yeah. we thought we were handling it great until big chunks of our memory yeah. are, like, erased. Gone. Yeah. No which, idea. Which, I mean, is why I, I attribute that to being a very happy person. Yeah. Which is why maybe we don't hold on to anything because it's like we literally don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. repressed and it yeah. can stay there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't do very well when somebody's like, tell me about a, a sad time in your childhood. And I'm like, nah, meh. Don't want to. <laughs> Next. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's healthy or not. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So we were saying cognitive rehabilitation. So there are programs mm-hmm. like certain therapy groups, hospitals will have like chemo rehab that you can go mm-hmm. and you can get it approved by insurance. So if yeah. you want to go through a formalized program with a therapist to help with your cognitive abilities, you can do that. Yeah. I have not done that thus far, mainly because I'm afraid they'll make me do math, but <laughs> <laughs> math or puzzles, both of which I don't enjoy. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. That's an option. So let's yeah. talk about two other things that could help. So this one is my obviously my personal favorite, but exercise can improve your thinking and your ability to focus. So I think this has to do with like the hormones that are released and also just like that endorphin release that you get. It's like that happy feel good. I agree with that. When I when I exercise, I feel more mental clarity. For sure. 100%. And likewise, we are not really touching on this today, but if I don't get enough sleep or I'm yeah. eating crummy, yeah. I think it affects my memory. Yeah, yeah I really sure. do. Well, and the and the lack of exercise mm-hmm. will affect your sleep because I don't know about you, but if I don't get enough activity in the day and I go to lay down, my brain's like, um, excuse me, you did not work me hard enough today. So like your mind's racing. Yeah. 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 I, and my body just doesn't feel like it's not craving sleep. So mm-hmm. then my body's like almost like vibrating to want to go do something. I think sedentary, be, you know, set, being sedentary, which I think we all are so much more so than we ever yeah. were before definitely works. You should be listening to this while you're walking. Works. Yeah, right. Right. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you're laying down, get up. Yeah. Get up. The last one, I've actually started to incorporate this a little bit more 
in the new year, definitely over the last month, but meditation. So there are tons of studies out there about how meditation can impact recurrence rates. But meditation can help improve your brain function by increasing your focus and your awareness. So you're able to like uh, some of the meditations I'm going through, like this 10 day meditation challenge book, and they have you just bring awareness. So like the first day was bring awareness just to your breath. The second day was bring awareness to, you know, some part of your body. It doesn't have to be your breath, but maybe or one single thought. And then the next day was bring an awareness to something outside of you. And they suggest like putting a candle at eye level and you watch the flame for five minutes while you breathe. But it can be anything. So you could put a totem or a picture. Meditation of your, you know, is it's just so hard. It is. But but if you find it hard, it's probably more beneficial for you because you probably find it hard. And you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it's because I don't know about you, but it feels like a Rolodex of thoughts in my brain all the time. And they're just like flying by at the speed of light. And I jump from one thought to the next. And and I need to remember this. I need to do this. I need to put this on my calendar. I need to do this. And did I do this? And then there's guilt. Oh, my gosh, where did that come from? And like, why am I feeling that? And and what meditation does is it gives you the ability to stop. Like, just stop it all. I mean, and it's it's going to sneak in, especially when you're new to it. But you're you're still gonna be one, like okay I'm gonna breathe for five minutes that's all I'm gonna I do gonna... And, th- and then all of a sudden you're like wait did I change the laundry and then you're gonna go no I'm not thinking about that right now like yeah that's my yeah. point though like this is me telling meditation gurus I hate that whole focus on your breath <laughs> it's so annoying because yeah. it's like yeah we breathe I get it I don't I don't get anything from focusing on myself breathing in and out like that does nothing for me I will say. Like, and maybe it's because I haven't mastered it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I There's no mastering meditation. I was just, gonna, but I will say this, that, so the other thing that I hear that at first I was annoyed, but I have found it interesting and somewhat helpful is like when those thoughts come into your brain, because you're basically trying to shut your brain off mm-hmm. and not, not think about all these random thoughts. You're sure. trying to focus your energy, mm-hmm. calm your nervous system. Mm-hmm. So they say like when these thoughts fly into your head, don't judge them, just notice them and then let them go. Yeah. So I somebody had said, well, like a cloud, like a cloud's just passing by. You're just noticing it's there. You're not, you know, yeah. it's just a cloud. And I thought, okay. But like <laughs> to your point, when you're sitting there trying to be quiet and you're trying to settle your brain and you start seeing these thoughts come in, you know, I'm trying to just notice it like, yeah, okay, that thought just popped in for no apparent reason. Yeah. Like, let it go by like a cloud. And it's it is a meditation is a practice because it requires practice. And I think that's why it annoys me is that it's not something that you can easily do. You have to practice it. Yeah. To get better at it. Yeah. And it's it's a very big challenge for me. So to your point, I think like I probably need it more than anybody. (laughs) And it's challenging, though. Mm hmm. It takes a lot of energy to meditate on nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't you don't have to meditate on nothing. You could you could sit down and use your meditation time as like prayer. Yeah, I it's it's just slowing. It's slowing down. It's like it's slowing down. It's breathing. and, And I know that you say like, okay, we have to breathe every day. But we don't all breathe intentionally. Well, okay. So let me circle Which back. Sounds very yoga guru-ish no, of me no, to say that. But because breath work is my favorite thing. <laughs> because it de-stresses me and it slows me down. But I don't it I can't focus on my breath. Like just but the act of breathing intentionally yeah. is better for me than anything else. Yeah. When I do breath work, it that really I can feel it physically, I can feel yeah. it mentally. It slows your heart rate, it slows your blood. It yeah. So, lowers your blood pressure. So I'm sure breath work is basically a form of meditation. Yeah. So before we close this out, let's do our second sponsor. 
Innsbruck Resort is a proud sponsor of the Faith Through Fire Respite House and the Besties with Breasties podcast. We know you work hard, but at Innsbruck, we also know you want to disconnect from what's stressing you out and reconnect with the important things in your life. Innsbruck makes it easy by offering lakefront living and vacationing less than 45 minutes from St. Louis. Vacation homes, golf, swimming, nature trails, fun events, and more. Take a drive and discover Innsbruck. Visit innsbruck-resort.com. So I think what we want people to know is to not get discouraged and that there are options for things that you can do to help with your cognitive function, a.k.a. your chemo brain. And and then do like we do. We find humor in it all the time, especially when you're around other survivors. Like it does make conversation really fun when somebody just stops dead in their tracks and they're like, everybody knows what they're doing. No idea what I was saying. Well, you can say that. Right. You can say that to other survivors and they're going to be like, I got you, girl. I know what's up. And and how hysterical is it going to be when all of us survivors go to an escape room and try to get out of a room together? (laughs) We're going to be like, wait, I got it. Oh, no, I just lost it. (laughs) Wait a minute. What am I doing? (laughs) I think it's going to be hysterical. So find the humor in it. But, you know, you can get therapy for it. You can do meditation. You can exercise. You can watch your sleep and your eating. Yeah. And at the end of the day, man, you just got to roll with it, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So next time on the podcast, we're going to be talking with another survivor who had a pretty shocking experience with her reconstruction in survivorship. So she waited four years, four years between getting her active treatment and then getting her reconstruction. Right. She got reconstruction, had complications, waited another four years. Yeah, it's a pretty had more, resilient story. Had more complications. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. So we are going to be talking with her on our next episode in our Quality of Life series. All right, guys. Until next time. See ya. If you are a breast cancer survivor and you love Besties with Breasties, make sure you join our survivorship support network at faiththroughfire.org to gain access to exclusive episodes that are ad-free and uncensored. Yeah.